Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. For the Sandful Statewide Super League, under-18s free entry. Get to a game this weekend. Welcome to the National Pharmacy's Sandful Juniors Show with Courtney Cramey. Welcome to the show on this uh, bright, sunny Sunday morning. It's the Sample Statewide Super League and it's brought to you where kids enter under 18 free. What a great competition Sample is at the moment. And we're focusing on all things Sample Juniors and that's brought to you by National Pharmacies. There's plenty of games out there today. So good luck to all the kids playing junior footy today. We've got a big show this morning. Uh, coming up, we speak to Jack Hanneth. He is the... Sample Athlete Wellbeing Officer. Um, we look forward to having a chat with him, but I'm really interested in hearing a bit about his AFL career and also playing at the Mighty Bays this year, and they're travelling quite well, they are. We'll also chat to uh, some local legends the, from the Brighton Bombers. Um, we'll chat to Kelly Noble, who's the junior president at the Brighton Bombers, and also hear from Ollie Beer, who's from the under-13 boys team down there, and Jazzy Linquist, who's with the under-13 girls. So look forward to chatting to them. And we welcome to the show Jack Hanneth. Thanks for joining us this morning. No worries, Courtney. Thanks a lot for having me. Now you're number 44 for the Mighty Bays. Correct. A, a big ruckman. Um, tell us a bit about uh, your career as a footballer. Yeah, um, yeah, it's been a little bit of a journey, Courtney, to be honest. So um, I originally grew up in the Brosser Valley, um, went and did my schooling there, and um, through the zone, um, through the country zone, played the Central Districts, and... Um, Missed out when I was 18, but when I was 20, I was fortunate enough to get drafted by Fremantle, which was at the end of 2012. Um, spent four years on Freo's list over in the West, which was good fun. Um, and then all good things come to an end and came back to South Australia. And then um, was actually living up in Darwin in 2019, playing footy up there and uh, working up there as well. And then uh, fortunate enough to reconnect with Mark Stone, who I'd had as a coach at Fremantle, um, and joined Glenelg for the 2020 season, which was obviously, as we know, a little bit different with uh, COVID and the like. But yeah, my second season there now and um, absolutely loving it. So it's good to be at the Bays. What a journey. And I think um, three seasons on an AFL list, you obviously um, got a lot of your, a lot out of your body and yourself while on mm. the AFL list at, at Fremantle. Can you tell us a bit about your learnings and I suppose when you got delisted, um, how you handled that? Because... Um, three years on an AFL list, you feel like you're just coming into it and um, you had your best season yet in, in 2013. Yeah, yeah. Um, you cut me short one. I had I ended up with four seasons, Courtney, which was, which was nice. But, um, yeah, it was good. I, I guess I probably had the, um, to be honest, now I see probably the advantage of getting picked up when I was 20. Um, I missed out when I was 18, so I had a couple of years where I uh, studied full-time and obviously did a bit of work and, um, I guess had a little bit of the real world, so to speak, and then was fortunate enough to get um, 
picked up and put on a list. So from that perspective, it probably helped me moving across the country. Um, and it was obviously an exciting time because when I was at Freo in 2013, um, we made the grand final and I was fortunate enough to play a few games that year, didn't play in the grand final, but that was a great experience to be involved with the club and we sort of had some um, some real success, had some really good players that obviously um, Aaron Sandland, Matt Pavlich, um, Fifey, who's still playing now, that I was able to you know play with and train with and spend a lot of time with. So it was a really good experience and um, yeah, just one of those things, obviously, at the end of 2016, um, yeah, just uh, delisted in the end. But yeah, it was a really good, enjoyable four years and a great, um, a really great experience and something different as well. Good to be able to travel in the state and be put outside the comfort zone and, um, like I said, get to learn along the way and have a bit of fun doing it, which is great. And the connection there back to the Bays with Mark Stone, you obviously played under Ross Lyon. Can you tell us a bit about um, your connection with Mark and, and how you ended back up in the sample back out the Bays? Yes, yeah, so I probably had a bit more to do with Mark because he was a midfield coach uh, for some of the time when I was at Fremantle. So obviously being a ruck, I sort of spent um, a bit more time with him um, in like doing the midfield stuff and getting to know him. So yeah, when he'd sort of stayed in contact with me probably when I finished at Freo, um, and then, like I said, a work opportunity and a bit of footy presented itself in 2019 to go up to Darwin. And then um, the role that I'm currently in now, the wellbeing role came up and I was fortunate enough to get that. So when I was coming back to SA, um, he'd sort of stayed in touch with me and I told him that I was obviously keen. And, um, you know, the Bays had obviously had a really good year in 2019, winning the grand final. And I sort of knew about Mark before and I knew some of the boys as well from when I'd been in the sample. So... Um, to be honest, when I was coming back, it was a bit of a, um, a bit of an easy decision for me to come back. I thought it was going to be a good place, and yeah, it really has been. I haven't regretted it at all. It's been a really good uh, club to come to, and um, we've had a good start to the year this year as well, which has been nice. And we know that uh, Mark Stone has since left the Bays and up at the Brisbane Lions, and you've got a new coach at the helm, Brett Hand. How's that all going? Yeah, it's been really good, to be honest. He, um, Brett, as things are in today's day and age it's, it's been a little bit different and um, Brett sort of had two weeks quarantine because he'd come from Sydney at the start of the year so we actually didn't get him on board until early January so we sort of had the leaders and um, a few of the assistant coaches running pre-season before Christmas and then Brett came on board and um, yeah he's been really good he's uh, a really personable coach he obviously came from GWS so he's um, similarly got some of the AFL attributes and thinking and strategies behind it, but he's a really personable, easy to get along with guy, which I think um, has been has been good. I think he's sort of carried on some of the work that Mark's done and then also brought his own own flavour to the bay. And um, obviously at the moment it's paying off. We've had a really good start to the year in all grades, in 18s, reserves, um, and obviously in the league team. And the women are going really well at the moment. So it's been a good place to be at the moment. And hoping um, to follow in the women's footsteps, uh, them getting themselves into a grand final uh, coming up shortly in a couple of weekends' time. So um, it's all travelling nicely down there at the Bays. And now you mentioned um, about your role at the Sample as the Player Athlete Wellbeing Officer. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, sure. This is, um, I guess it's probably uh, something, there's always been similar roles to it, I think, in different um I think different sporting clubs and that, but it's obviously expanding now with the sample. I think it was a few years ago now, um, there was a lady called um, Beck Mothers who had done the role, I think, for about three years before I um, came and took over. But basically with the state talent programs that um, 
you know, there's obviously a lot of emphasis put on the football aspect and the performance aspect, which is natural when guys are going away and playing and representing the state. But um, as you probably know so much uh, nowadays, there's, there's also a really big emphasis placed on the mental side of the game, I guess, and the mental health of individuals and understanding that, you know, everyone's going to be unique in football, as great as it is and as invested as we want guys to be in it. But there's a big picture and there's um, a lot more going on as well. So uh, my role basically is I sort of, while I help out with some of the footy stuff as well, I try and be a conduit for the guys that um, I can help them with off-field things and run some of the education sessions and hopefully help them to make some better, smarter, healthier choices um, as they go along their journey and prepare them for obviously as they you know, leave our state programs and potentially get drafted or go and play sample league footy or even go back to their community clubs. We hopefully um, leave them, I guess, more competent as individuals and more confident and, um, like I was saying, able to make better choices with their lives. It's a, a really tough time. We know that lots of uh, Sanford Junior footy players out there are balancing school, family, work and all the commitments combined. It can be tough. So it's fantastic to see um, such people like yourself in those types of roles and, and Sanful, um taking them on and investing in that, um, making sure that we're not only building great footballers, but we're building better people out there in the community. So that's fantastic. Um, thanks very much for your time, Jack. It's been a pleasure chatting to you. All the best for the rest of the season down there with the Bays um, and good luck. No worries. Thanks a lot for that, Courtney. Good luck to everyone uh, participating in Sample Juniors this weekend. Cheers. Well, it's time now for a break. And remember, the show's thanks to the Sample Statewide Super League. Under-18's free entry. Make sure you get to a game. For the Sample Statewide Super League. Under-18's free entry. Get to a game this weekend. Welcome back to the National Pharmacy's Sandful Junior Show with Courtney Cramey. Time now for Courtney's Clubhouse. Thanks to National Pharmacies, proud sponsors and fans of the National Pharmacy's Sandful Junior Show. Before we're joined in Courtney's Clubhouse by the Brighton Bombers, Dakin and Climber are looking for the SA Junior Footballer of the Year. Post a video of your junior footballer. They have to be 15 and under telling us why they're the Junior Footballer of the Year with the hashtag, hashtag FootySAJunior. There are weekly prizes up for grabs and you could go in the draw to win corporate suite tickets to Adelaide Oval. How nice would that be? For more information, go to sen.com.au slash win. Now joining us for Courtney's Clubhouse is Kylie Noble, the Junior President at the Brighton Bombers. Welcome to the show, Kylie. Thanks, Courtney. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Now, before we get to the Brighton Bombers, I want to dig mm-hmm. out from the closet. Uh, there might be a few cobwebs around, but you used to play footy back in the day yourself. I did. I was actually part of the uh, the Brighton Women's League um, 30-odd years ago, so showing my age uh, when we all used to play at the Adelaide High uh, Oval there on a Sunday afternoon. So, yeah, it was, it was great to be involved in them when my son started at the club sort of seven-odd years ago. Back in the late 90s, I reckon it was when the South Australian Women's Footy League existed uh, before it turned into the Adelaide Footy League. How many teams were in the comp back then when you played? Um, I think I recall there's about seven teams. We used to have a bye round. Um, we all played in the same location. So we used to be a triple header every Sunday. Um, kicked off, I think, about 11am and we, we finished off with, with drinks about six. So it was a big day, <laughs> but um, lots of fun. <laughs> Drink responsibly, kids. Now, you out at Brighton Bombers, tell us a bit about your role as the junior president out there. 
Yeah, sure. Look, um, we've got a fantastic team. We've grown significantly over the years. Um, we've got 35 junior teams now across our both our male and female um, teams from under sevens right through to 17 and a half. Um, really great competitive um, spirit at the club. We've got an excellent um, vision around just being a, a community a club of choice, um, which means everybody gets a fair go and we really try to um, focus around the development of the kids in our club. Um, we want to do more than just develop them in a sporting um, aspect. So we look at a lot of things through the programs, um, working with Sammy D, breakthrough mental health and those types of things as well, really to make sure that our kids are on the right pathway for life. And we did have uh, Sammy D uh, Foundation round last week in the Sample Juniors competition, thanks to National Pharmacies. It's It was a big weekend of footy and obviously another big weekend this weekend. It doesn't uh, happen without the great support of volunteers and sponsors. Uh, can you tell us a bit about that in your, in your club down at Brighton? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're certainly right, Courtney. Um, we've got hundreds of volunteers that put out their hand every week um, to make sure that our kids can get on the oval and have a great time. Um, from the on-field uh, volunteers through coaches and the officials, ground marshals, boundary umpires, all of those types of things, um, right through to the people that are work in the club on the barbecue, the canteen, cleaning up the club rooms every um, day after each round so um, yeah we certainly couldn't be the, the great club that we are without them and then our fantastic sponsors as well um, our, our major sponsors with um, Brighton Foodland, Morgan Cranes um, etc you know they put a lot of time and effort into our club that enable us to make sure that we were able to invest in great equipment and great programs for our kids. And you mentioned there about equipment I know that the Brighton Bombers had a, a facility upgrade back in 2020 um, during COVID, I'm sure that that was a, a bit of a struggle uh, operating out of a, um, a clubhouse, probably transportables at the time. But tell us a bit about your new facility down there. Yeah, it was. Look, uh, I think if ever a pandemic is well-timed, 2020 did help us in that we, uh, with the delayed season, we didn't have to spend too much time um, traipsing through transportables and uh, were able to move into our new facility, um, even with the surround still being... Um, sort of uh, built around us uh, during the season. Um, the club rooms are amazing. It's been a great um, collaboration between both federal and state governments, um, the local cricket, um, Sandfell, AFL, and of course all the money that was raised through our, um, both our cricket and um, footy programs within the club. So an amazing club rooms. We're very, very lucky to have them. Um, we certainly don't take them um, for uh, advantage and uh, yeah it, it's awesome to be able to play there with you know we have four change rooms so we've really set up a great program for our facilities both female and male. And with new facilities you obviously um, have a lot of young superstars running around out at the Brighton Bombers. Can you tell us about some superstars? We're talking to Ollie uh, coming up shortly and Jazzy from the Brighton Bombers but is there any superstars like uh, a Rory Sloan or a Ollie Wines running around down at the Brighton Bombers that we should be aware of? Yeah, for sure. You know, we've got some amazing juniors coming through our programs and, and, and some that are already in the SANFL and the AFL ranks. Um, you know, we've still got Bailey Williams plays for the Western Bulldogs. It was great to see just recently. They had a heritage training and he was out there in a Brighton Bombers Guernsey. Um, we've had Ben Kennedy, Corey Gregson, Matthew Bowe, Jared Sunkist, um, Corns, um, Kane Corns' uh, lads play um, 
at, at the Brighton Bombers and Lucy helps out a lot there as well. So, you know, we're very fortunate to have some amazing kids coming through in the SNFL program, um, Darcy Bailey, Jack, ba- Jake, ja- Jack Yates, Liam Wisdom, Alex Martini, Zach Dempsey, Dan- Danny Juckers, um, yeah, just to name a few. And, of course, Jay Boyle coming through now in our senior ranks. And the list goes on. Uh, lots of talent down there at the Brighton Bombers. Uh, if there's some parents listening in and want to get their kids involved in footy, how do they go about joining the Brighton Bombers? Yeah, it's really just Brighton Bombers at hotmail.com. Um, you know, we are a, a, a sought out club. Um, we are a club of choice and a really big club. Um, so please get in early. We've got um, social media pages as well that you can follow us. Um, and or just come down and uh, speak to one of the many volunteers and, and club officials that are there every Sunday. Um, we start at 8 a.m. and we go right through until about 5:30 with all our juniors um, playing across the across all of the ovals. Fantastic! And thanks for joining us this morning, Kylie, and to all your hard work down there as a junior president of the Brighton Bombers. Enjoy your Sunday Great. morning. Thanks, Courtney. We're now joined by Ollie Beer. Ollie's on the phone. He's from the under-13 boys, and I believe he's the captain. Good morning, Ollie. How are you going? I am not too bad yourself. Yeah, good, good. So they call, do they call you Captain Beer? No, they just call me Beery or Skip. Beery or Skip. Not captain Beer. I love it. I love it. Um, now, Ollie, where do you play most of your footy? What position? Um, mostly in the midfield, but I can go down back if needed. Now, we've got a, a bit of a Frio theme happening, uh, hearing from Jack Hannath this morning, uh, who played a number of games for the Fremantle Football Club in the AFL. You also go for Fremantle. Yeah. Who's your favourite player down there? Uh, probably Nat Fife. Yeah, and do you model your game on Nat Fife? How do you play? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I try to. It's a bit hard when trying to model a player like Nat Fife, but try to, at least. Yeah, and um, are you kicking goals these year, this year, Ollie? Um, how's the team travelling? Well, I haven't kicked too many goals this year. Don't kick many goals, but um, yeah, but look, we're not doing too great, but look, hopefully we can get a win on the weekend. Nice, and I hear you're a fan of Bruce McAvaney. Tell us a bit more about that. Yeah, so um, when I was younger, I don't know why, but I just could do an all right Bruce McAvaney impersonation on some of his calls. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what the next question is, don't you, Ollie? Yeah. Yeah, give us a Bruce McAvaney call. Come on. All right, he's... Gets it off the body. Now, what will he do? He might go for home. He gives it a ride. It's a charge. It'll be a goal. You beauty, buddy. <laughs> that is brilliant, Ollie. That is brilliant. He likes his word special, though, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, who's Bruce's favourite player? Do you do you know who Bruce McAvaney's uh, favourite player is? Yeah, Sirianni. Scissor. He used to call them Mark. pretty good, didn't he? Yeah, Mark the Lamelos. Oh, how good is how how good is Bruce McAvaney? What about BT? He's kind of taken over the the ranks of um, Brucey at the moment. Oh boy! Yeah, yeah, I like BT. I like BT. BT gets around the the change rooms quite a bit after a game. Um, is that something that you want to do post your footy career there, Ollie? Get out and be one of these media gurus? Yeah, it'd be pretty fun to be a commentator, I think. Um, well, hopefully, make it to the AFL. What if I don't? That's- 
Well, if you don't make it uh, as the next Nat Fife, Ollie, uh, we'll, we'll make sure that you make it as the next BT or Bruce. How does that sound? Sounds pretty good. Well, all the best for the rest of the season, Ollie. Thanks for joining us, the captain of the under-13 boys, Brighton Bombers. Thanks for having me. That was Ollie Beer there. What a little legend. A Brucey um, fan club right there. Also likes BT. Don't mind that. We're now joined by another member of the Brighton Bombers uh, for Courtney's Clubhouse, uh, brought to you by National Pharmacy's Sanford Juniors Show. We're joined by Jazzy Lindquist from the Under 13 Girls. How are you, Jazzy? Good, thank you. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks. Now, tell us a bit about your footy journey, Jazzy. Uh, I've been playing for four seasons now, and... At first, I was number six, and from then on, I was number nine. Number nine. Now, AFLW Crows number nine, Denny Van Hagen. Is she your favourite player? Yes, by far. By far. On the money. There you go. So, tell us what you like about Denny. Uh, well, at first, I loved her because of her hairstyles. <laughs> Has a good hairstyle, you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. She's got quite long hair, Denny. Yeah. Yeah, but she wears it up. Do you wear your hair up while you play footy? Yeah. Yeah. It's the best way to go about it, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What position do you play, Jazzy? I play half forward. Half forward. Nice. So Denny plays a bit of a wing role and can go half forward. Are you kicking any goals this season, Jazzy? Um, I haven't yet, but hopefully soon. Yeah. And how's the team going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Are you wanting to become an AFLW superstar in the future? Yes, absolutely. And who would you want to play for? Oh, definitely the Crows. Definitely the Crows. Go the Crows. You want to be the next Denny Van Hagen, don't you? Yeah. Well, you might actually join Denny. How old are you? I'm 11. You're 11. So you've got, what have you got, seven, eight years until you can potentially be drafted I don't know if Denny's got that much in her legs, actually, to be honest. <laughs> so tell us about um, your favourite part about footy, Jazzy. Um, definitely because I get to be with teammates and be around with friends and also just because I get to practice with my skills and stuff. Yeah, and what's your favourite skill of football? Kicking. Kicking. And tackling. Yeah, nice, and tackling. Yeah, we love yeah. to tackle, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, it's the best part of the game, I reckon. And you mentioned there your teammates. It's probably one of the, the only sports where we have that many teammates. Have you played any other sports uh, during your time through school? Yeah, I've played one season of netball. Yep. And uh, what do you prefer, net- netball or football? Football, definitely. Yeah, nice. So four years at the Brighton Bombers. Um Tell us about your favourite moment of football at the Brighton Bombers. I'm not very sure. Probably I have lots of good coaches. Yep. Who's your coach at the moment? Uh, Mike. Mike. He's a good coach, is he? Yep. Nice. Teaching you how to kick and how to tackle? Yep. Yeah, very good. What about at um, half-time? Uh we used to have uh, lots of food come out at halftime, you know, like lollies and oranges, but COVID's kind of 
uh, affected that. But if you were to have your choice, what would you prefer at halftime, lollies or the oranges? Lollies. Lollies, definitely. Bit of sugar, get you hyped up for the second half of the footy. Yeah. Yeah, nice. And um, how about the conditions of footy there, Jazzy? What do you prefer, a wet weather game or do you like it nice and sunny and clean? Nice and sunny with a little wind. Yeah, nice. I think Denny Van Hagen liked it that way too. She didn't like the wet weather. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And what about your football boots, Jazzy? Tell us about them. Are they, what colour are they? Black, white? Are they colour? They're black, but I have gold laces. Oh, nice. I like it. Tell us about the gold laces. So we have a fundraiser for cancer because child cancer. And because we have some players that have or had cancer. So everyone have been wearing gold laces to announce and talk about gold laces and counts cancer. Oh, how special is that, Jazzy? All of all of the girls getting around their teammates for a very special cause. That's fantastic. Bringing awareness to such a, a great cause. Well done, Jazzy, and thanks for joining us on the show today. It's good chatting with you about your footy, and um, hopefully one day you can become an AFLW star like Danny Van Hagen playing for the Crows. So all the best yeah. for the rest of the season. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, that's a wrap for the show. Uh, Thanks to Sample Statewide Super League. Thanks to Kylie, Ollie and Jazzy for joining us this morning from the Brighton Bombers Football Club. Make sure you get out to a Sample game. Under 18 is a free entry. And the Sample Juniors footy show is brought brought to you by National Pharmacies, proud sponsors and fans of the Sample Juniors. Remember, you can catch me the same time next weekend right here on 1629 SENSA. It's Ty Power's Big Footy Final Sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy Final Sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.